The financials show you objectively whether you are making a profit or not, and the financials show you a path for how to make a profit. So the financials cut through all of the bullshit. The financials cut through all of the stories. The financials cut through all of the excuses. The financials are like an objective arbiter of your bullshit. While Arjun was away, Team Arjun came to play. All the cats out of the bag now, folks. But we're still here bringing you our favorite and most importantly, actionable insights to Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. We're going to help you accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can experience more profit in every aspect of your life. We're also going to be providing some behind-the-scenes footage of what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. I'm your host, Carly, and today we are flipping the script. Up until now, we've been talking about how to identify a sucky bookkeeper, accountant, tax strategist, etc. But today, we're talking about how to know if you are a sucky client. <laughs> this clip is a bit of a gut punch, so brace yourself and let's roll it. One of the easiest ways to spot evidence that you may be afraid of financial profit and one of the easiest ways to spot that you may be afraid of personal profit and professional profit is in your relationship with the financials of your business. Why is that? Because the financials show you objectively, you can't argue, it's right there. The financials show you objectively whether you are making a profit or not, and the financials show you a path for how to make a profit. So the financials cut through all of the bullshit. The financials cut through all of the stories. The financials cut through all of the excuses. The financials are like an objective arbiter of your bullshit. So blah, 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 blah. This is profitable. This is not profitable. It all shows up in your financials. And so, of course, our bookkeepers, they're like the people we want to avoid the most, along with our chief financial officers, because they cut through the bullshit and they hold us accountable for the effects of our decisions. Now, until now, I've been pretty rough on sucky bookkeepers, but really, I'm actually a big fan of bookkeepers. It's only the ones who suck that I hope you have understood me to be referring to in my critique. A good bookkeeper is a great asset for any entrepreneur. They give you the information you need to build a better law firm, which helps more people and makes the world a better place for all of us. Try building a hugely successful law firm that can do massive good in this world without the business being profitable. You can't do it. So now I need to say a few words about sucky clients. Because up to now, we've only been talking about sucky bookkeepers. Have you ever had a client who was uncommunicative, someone who is difficult to schedule an appointment with and who doesn't always show up on time or even at all? Someone who, when they do show up, it just seems like their mind is somewhere else and they're not really focusing on the matter at hand, almost as if they've mentally decided it's your case and not their case that they're working on. How about the legal client who expects you to just know things that you couldn't possibly know unless they have the patience and the commitment 
to their better future to sit and answer your legitimate questions, which, as I've already described, they don't. And yet when things go wrong, they take zero responsibility for their lack of participation, communication, or assistance in the matter. Have you ever had a legal client like that? And speaking of when things go wrong, have you ever had a legal client who gets so distracted by the minutia of the case that they miss the bigger picture? Or how about that client who feels out of control and tries to satisfy their need to feel in control by nitpicking over a million little details that don't really matter? I was reviewing your draft motion for summary judgment and I noticed the following minor details aren't exactly the way I'd have said them, plus there's a comma out of place on page five, as if the judge is going to decide the motion for summary judgment one way or the other, depending on whether the parties first met six years ago or six and a half years ago, or based on punctuation. Have you ever had a legal client like that? Do you really need me to tell you not to be a bookkeeping client like that? You probably do not need me to remind you that despite your best efforts as their lawyer, we all know that clients like that, they never get the best out of their lawyers and consequently, they never get the best results. Sometimes it's because they're afraid of getting the best results because they're afraid of the growth that the best results will produce for them in their lives or in their businesses. It's almost like they develop a relationship with their problems and you, as their lawyer, are a threat to that relationship. So don't be that sort of bookkeeping client either. Don't be the sort of person who expects your bookkeeper to use their non-existent powers of mental telepathy to just know that lunch you paid for with John Doe on the firm's credit card is a marketing expense, for example, and not a personal expense. And it is not the sign of a bad bookkeeper if your books balance, the reports delivered to you provide actionable insight about your business, and your bookkeeper even takes the time to walk you through everything, but some minor expenses are miscategorized in the draft, which can be easily corrected in the final books for the month with a simple recasting of those books, if it even turns out that expense from the office supply store for a box of pencils instead of pens even makes a difference in the grand scheme of things. Remember, the purpose of bookkeeping is to give you an historical record with which to understand what has happened in your business and to give your financial accountant the information they need to accurately report income and expenses of the firm. The IRS does not care about the categories of those expenses. And so you should only care about the categories of those expenses to the extent that they help inform your management decisions on a going forward basis. In other words, if the categorization of the expenses don't matter to the IRS, why should they matter to you? Some people, when they hear that, they grimace or they groan or they laugh. What was your reaction? Send me your feedback at podcast at profitfirstforlawyers.com. And if this was just what you needed to hear right now, Arjun talks about this a lot more in depth in chapter 16 of his book. So make sure to order your copy and dive right on in. And that's what we've got for you today, folks. 
Thank you for joining us on another episode of Profit First for Lawyers. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. And buy your copy of the book at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. Your future self will thank you for it. And we will see you next time.